Welcome to the Sis Stop Sulking podcast, the safe space for women ready for change. My name is Miss Tasha Talks Life. I'm an educator and author of the book titled Sis Stop Sulking, God's Plan is Greater. I once was feeling stuck knowing there was more inside of me. So I'm creating a community of women who desires to put themselves first and live a life of purpose on purpose. See, when you prioritize your needs and desires, you become a better mom, wife, daughter, friend, and overall better you. So join me each week while we uncover the many layers to becoming the best version of you. And sis, don't worry, I got you. Hello, hello y'all and welcome, welcome to another episode. Um, how is everyone doing? Today, um, I come with a, a, a heavy heart. Um, my little cousin, 15 years old, was buried at his funeral service um, yesterday. And it just, there was so many emotions running through me. He was so young. His mom is my first cousin. And just, I mean, I can't, I can't even begin to imagine losing a child. So my heart broke for her. Um, I watched him grow up. So it wasn't like, you know, I didn't know this child. My heart breaks when I hear or see anything happening to children. And so it, it was a, yesterday was a, was very, very difficult. Um, and one thing that kept replaying in my mind over and over again is that life is short. Life is so short. Like, so my little cousin was in the car with two of his friends. And from what we understand, he was in the back seat. The driver was driving really fast, I guess came across a road that had some windy or bends in it and uh, hit a pole. And the, and my cousin and the driver were instantly killed and then the passenger on his way to the hospital I think died that's the story that I that I got and I'm like putting myself in that car with them and just thinking like neither him the driver the passenger never thought that that would be their last joyride that that would be their last minute hour second And we never, we don't know when our expiration date comes. And one thing that I, I, I do believe is that we all have a purpose. And once we have fulfilled our purpose, whatever that may be, our time is up. Now it could be a huge purpose, something where you become a major impact in life, like an Oprah Winfrey, or it could be a a small purpose, um, like as an infant coming into the world and blessing their parents with their presence for a short time. Like whatever it is, everybody has a purpose. And after it's, it's um, fulfilled, then you, you, you go to the next life or, or, you know, you go to heaven or hell, whatever that may be. And so I just came up with, and I, you know, a lot of times I'll try and think about 
what I want to talk about, or I'm inspired throughout the week. So I'll jot down just a, just a sentence, a, a, a thought, a phrase, and then I'll create my discussion or my talk around that. And life is short, just kept coming to me yesterday. So I did have something prepared, an episode that I was going, uh, um, some notes on an episode that I was going to record today, but then I was like, I could save that for another day because this is very important for me. This is very important to share. And I just, when I was thinking about life is short and I was thinking about living life to the fullest and what are some things that we need to consider with making sure that we live life to the fullest, making sure that we are doing the things that genuinely can um, contribute to our well-being and things that is going to help us to live in our purpose. Um, and yeah, so the uh, let's start with the quote. Life is short. And if we enjoy every moment of every day, then we will be happy no matter what happens or what changes along the way by Gretchen Bleeler. Now, then we will be happy no matter what happens or what changes along the way. Now that when I thought about that, the first time I read that, I was like, mm, what if something like this, my 15 year old, excuse me, my cousin burying her 15 year old son. Right. And, but if she had those moments with him, those memories with him, those good times with him and a relationship, then she can still be happy no matter what happens or what changes along the way. She can still say, I, I'll hold on to these memories. I'll hold on to this relationship that instead of dwelling on him not being here, which is not, I mean, I, I can imagine, it's never, I always hear women or moms, dads that have lost one that is always feels like a piece of them is gone. But to have pictures, videos, memories in your mind about that person would still bring you joy in the time when you feel really weak. And that goes to say, like, I was talking to my mom this morning and um, I don't remember exactly how it started, but we were talking about pictures. And I said, you know, yeah, we have all of these pictures on our phones. And I looked through my phone this morning and I was looking for a picture to upload on my kids' um, teacher-parent uh, communication app. And I was scrolling through and I'm like, wow, I'm like, I have so many good memories in my phone and so many memories from the summer with my kids, or my girls, with my whatever. And I'm like, I need to print these pictures. I know technology and all of these things and, you know, digitally, but getting back to actually having the picture, printing the picture, because the memories can die with your phone. Like, of course you have them in your mind. And of course, I'm talking about like the physical for your kids, kids, kids. Like I have pictures of my grandparents when they were young. I have pictures of my parents when they were young, pictures of me when I was a baby. If those are in the phone and we never take them off the phone, then those pictures die with the phone. No one, when you pass away is going to say, let me look through her laptop or let me look through her phone to get these pictures. It's just not, you know, and, and, and your great, great, greats don't have anything to remember you by or to see. So I said, you know what? And I'm, anybody that knows me, I had albums on albums on albums, picture albums, physical pictures in, um, in my, in storage. And 
when family comes around or when we have, you know, things in, in the past, we pull them out, we look through them. I'll go and take a picture of it to upload it. Now I don't have that because they're in storage, but I said, you know what, I'm going to start printing my pictures again, going through, I think Walgreens has like 10 cent prints and printing out my pictures and putting them in albums because I want my kids to be able to remember these pictures. I want my kids, kids, kids to be able to see these pictures. And um, yeah, so that's, on my my goal list that's something that I want to really start doing is taking my pictures off my phone um and that's another reason why sometimes like I like to upload my pictures on Facebook I'm not as diligent like other people some people put their whole lives on Facebook and that's fine but just also when you get those two years six years seven year memories they they do something to you right you're like oh my god like when I see my baby who's six about to be seven and I see a picture when he was one years old come up on my when he was one year old coming on my timeline it makes me feel good right and so part of you know life is so short is keeping a hold of those memories that when and being happy so no matter what happens or what changes along the way you still will be fit will have happy will have happiness and so um yeah, so it was really hard. I mean, it was so many young people at this funeral, so many young people that were grieving. And um, I just, it just breaks my heart. And I just want, you know, I just wanted to just bring up things to consider because life is so short, things to consider to live, to, to get the most out of the time that you do have. Um, and they're in no particular order. And first, you know, a lot of the things that I'm going to talk about is mindset, right? You have to make it, make up in your mind that you desire to live a life of abundance, a life of joy, a life of peace, a life of happiness and pursue it aggressively. Okay. So uh, again, they're in no order, but I would say being healthy, taking your health very serious. Now we never know when we're going to go, how we're going to go, anything like that, but how uh, irresponsible is it to go over things to die? When I say go to die over something that you have control over, you have control over your health. Now there's circumstances where people have diseases and things like that. So that's something that you really, you can do the best you can with maintaining it and managing it. But I'm talking about just a regular person that is ultimately healthy, but chooses un, an unhealthy lifestyle. How irresponsible is that when you have a family to do things that can jeopardize your health to decrease the longevity of your life? So consider being healthy, consider doing things to increase the longevity of your life. Um, walking regularly, <clears throat> excuse me, um, eating better, taking supplements, things that you can drinking more water. So consider being more healthy so that you can live longer. Consider being present, consciously celebrating all that you have now and appreciating, expressing gratitude for those things, being present in the moment, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. It's okay to turn your phone off. It's okay to put do not disturb on your phone so that you can read a bedtime story to your baby. It's okay to turn, you know, to put your phone in your bag when you're on a date night. 
knowing that your kids are with your grandparents, their grandparents and that they're okay. It's okay to disconnect from social media and be present in the moment. If you're at a game, if you're whatever the case may be and being grateful for right now, here and right now. Today, I am sitting here and I'm talking to you and I'm grateful that I get the opportunity to do this because I woke up this morning. Um, finding joy. A lot of times as adults, we get, to a, we get to a point in our life that we're so busy with providing and um, paying bills and working that we don't even know the last thing that we did for joy. Or we don't even know what the thing is that we want to do for joy, for ourselves to have fun. We don't even know the last time we really had a real yell out loud laugh. That's sad. So things to consider because life is so short is finding joy. And one trick that I learned is that if you can't remember things that you like to do, Think about things that you like to do as a child. Think about things about, think about your childhood and yeah, your childhood have to be perfect, but there's some things that did bring you joy because when you become an adult, those things get pushed aside because now you have to adult. You have, you know, like sometimes be tap into your childhood and become a kid again. Like I am such a big kid. I, yeah, I'm, I, I do things and I work and like everybody else. But I, I love my boys because they keep me in my chat. Like they always want me to play with them. It's two of them and they can play with each other. But there's always like, play with me, play with me, play with me. And the other day they were like, mommy, get on the hoverboard. I said, mm, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> we can roller skate, roller blade, ride bikes. We can jump on a trampoline. Mommy is not getting on a hoverboard. No, because I cannot break a wrist or bump my head. <laughs> But finding your joy and with finding and and with finding joy pairs with protecting your peace, removing anything that is a distraction from true happiness, true joy. That may mean relationships. That may mean a switch in a job. That may mean it, like anything you could think of that disrupts you being genuinely happy. Life is too short to be unhappy. Life is too, too short to be stressed. Life is too short to be mad. Life is too short to be alone. Like, so finding your joy, you have to think about these other things by removing any distractions, anything that is not serving you. And it's not easy, but it's necessary. Um, trying new things, learning new things. Like I have, um, I've done this in the past, but right now I'm tapping in again because where I work, the population of students that are Spanish speaking is, is greater than I've experienced in a long time. So I'm now listening on my way to work. If I'm not listening to my motivation and things like that on my audiobooks, I'm listening to this, um, Spanish, um, uh, it's not a podcast, but it's like an app. And in the app, they're, they're teaching Spanish lessons. And then, so I'm learning something new. I'm listening. I'm able to articulate back. And, you know, because like Spanish was something that I, I worked in a Dominican salon for over, over a year, maybe like almost two years. So I use it a lot, but it's like, if you don't use it, you lose it. And so um, I had to cover a kindergarten class and 
majority of them spoke Spanish. So I was using my, they wore me out, child. They wore me out. But it was fun because I was able to practice the little bit of Spanish that I understood. And then we started speaking to me back. I'm like, okay, slow down and trying to help them. But I'm learning something new by teaching myself um, how to speak Spanish more fluently. Um, trying new things, just not even like things that you wouldn't normally do. It, it, sometimes you got to step outside, step outside the comfort, the comfort zone, step outside of the norm and just try it. What's the big deal? You try it. You don't like it. You don't do it again, but at least you tried it. You're expanding your, your mind. You're expanding your, your thought process, your view on other things, perspective. Um, another thing to consider is loving hard. Like, okay, so this one I could probably talk on for a long, long time, but I'm gonna try to keep it short. Everybody has dealt with some type of trauma or um, relationship problems. And so every time, excuse me, because of the relationship problems that I've experienced in my past, and now I'm talking to somebody else new, or I met somebody else new, or now I'm married to this guy and I, the previous relationship was horrible, you know, toxic, all of these things that now that I and meeting someone new, I'm bringing those old thoughts into this, right? So I always say to my friends that are dating and, you know, whatever, because this is what I had to do. Everyone gets a clean slate until they show you otherwise, or until they do something that, you know, um, everyone gets a clean slate. It's not fair to you or to them to bring your old thoughts and your old experiences into this new thing, because all you're going to do if this is, this person is good is push them away right? And you're not even going to give you a chance. You're already counting yourself out because you haven't, you, you're, you're, um, expecting the worst. So when I say love hard, I mean, like, if you're going to be with somebody and you're going to take, you got to go all in. And then if it doesn't work, it's okay. But the next time you don't guard it or not give a hundred percent because of the last time it didn't work, if that makes sense. So even love hard and uh, um, intimate relationship, love hard with your kids. Like don't hold any love for yourself. Let it be felt. And, 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 you know, cause a lot of times that trickles from how we were raised. Like my parents aren't very affectionate, but there's no question throughout my whole entire life that they didn't love me. They did other, they showed their love in other ways, but for me, I'm an affectionate person. So I, my boys, you know, I'm going to hug on them. I'm going to kiss on them. I'm going to tell them multiple times a day that I love, I love hard. I love my family hard. My friendships, I love hard, right? And if a friendship doesn't work out, I don't regret loving hard because that's me being present. That's me giving my all and it didn't work out and it may not feel good and all that sort of thing, but that's not going to change me loving hard, right? Um, the next thing would be speaking life mindset declarations, being positive, watching the things that you speak. You say things and it's, sometimes it's just natural to say negative things, but being very intentional about the things that you speak because there's you, you speak negative, negative, you attract negative. You speak positive, you speak life, you attract positive. You, you attract a greater abundant life. So consider changing the things that you say to yourself. Consider this changing the things that you say to your kids consider changing the things you say to your partner. And it's not easy. We're human, but we can say things like the other day, um, I texted my husband and I said, um, 
you can wash the clothes. You can wash the clothes, um, the boys' clothes, if you if you have time or if you want to help out. And I immediately text back, can you wash the clothes? Not you can, because it just sounds right. You can wash the clothes for the boys if you want to help out real quick. Or can you wash the boys for the clothes if you want to help out real quick? It's a difference. And I had to, even though I had already sent it, I switched it and sent it again. and was like, you know, my bad, whatever, you know? So thinking about the things that you speak out loud, thinking about the things you speak over the people you love, think about the things that you speak to yourself. So, and the last thing, again, these are in no order because this one probably should have been at the top. If it was in order, it's forgive, forgive. Life is so short. Forgive people, forgive yourself. Now, when I say forgive, and I want to be very clear, when I say to forgive, that doesn't mean that you allow those people to dwell in your life the same way. But forgive is like letting it off your chest, letting it off your shoulders. And genuinely, it is for you. So life is so short. So if you're holding anger or resentment or bitterness against somebody, it's too heavy. And the number one killer is stress. So it builds, it, it, it adds to that. So if you could genuinely look at a person and say, you know what, I forgive you for X, Y, and Z and genuinely do it, the weight that the weight will lift up off of you. And that increases your lifespan a ton. <laughs> so, so these are some things that I really, and, um, you know, I should have mentioned earlier to write these down because we listened to the episode. It's good. But then we don't imply the stuff like I am on this journey with you. So as I learn, as I implement, I turn it to you. So we have to actively work on ourselves every single day. So writing it down so that you can go back and look at it. What was some of the things to consider? Because life is so short to consider to increase the longevity of my life or to um, be present and happy and finding joy for the time that I do have, because I never know when it's over. So I hope that that helps you. Um, also, I just want to say really quickly before we get into the mindset declarations is if there's a topic that you think that you want to hear more about, or you want me to talk about research, whatever, please let me know. Because sometimes I, I talk about what I want to talk about, but I also want to talk about some things that are on your heart, some things that are on your mind. Okay. Um, so let's start with the mindset declarations. Now I have four today because um, as I was looking and thinking for myself, I was just like, they, they all, I, I didn't want to choose. So, and like, again, some of them I come up on, with on my own and then some of them I get from other resources and things like that. Okay. So one, my life is valuable and I will live it to the fullest. I surround myself with positive people who will bring out the best in me. My potential to succeed is limitless. Difficult times allow me to appreciate the good times. And I, I love each one of those um, mindset declarations and I hope you write them down. Um, I hope that you repeat them out loud. I hope that you go back to these mindset declarations regularly to speak the life 
over, speak life over yourself, speak life over your circumstance, speak life over your kids, speak life over your marriage, speak life over your family. So with that, um, share the show with somebody, click at the bottom. You can give me a five-star rating. And if you want to take it a little step further, you can write a review. It's always appreciated. It just helps the show to reach more people and it's free. So um, I love you. I want you to be well and remember that your past does not dictate your future. Till next time. Hey, sis. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Sis Stop Sulking podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please leave a five-star review and share this with your girlfriends. You can also find me on Instagram at Tasha Talks Life. You can DM me, tag me, let me know that I'm on the right track. I want you to be well, be blessed, and remember your past does not dictate your future. Till next time.